Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant, where we discuss energy in relation to the universal laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturdivant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. If this is the first time listening, thank you so much for stopping by. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. I'm so grateful for you. Today, I want to talk about letting go of manifestations and the law of polarity. So the law of polarity... I think it should be called the law of discernment because for me, it's all about choice. I took the manifestation babe, her course, manifestation babe academy. And I remember her saying something that always stuck with me. Polarity creates clarity. And that means that what you are trying to manifest is sometimes presented to you out into the world through other people. And when you see other people getting what it is you want, it kind of like shifts something inside you and it makes you say, hey, I want that too. Uh, for instance, my, my neighbors just put in this really nice deck and it was a really nice covered deck and it was not even something that was really on my radar and as soon as I saw it I was like oh I want that too I want to be able to sit outside in all kinds of weathers and elements and have that and so that's what the law of polarity does it it creates this clarity inside of us and tell us what's tells us what we want and it tells us what we don't want right so how oftentimes have you Have you looked at someone and said, oh, I don't want that situation at all. (laughs) I want to reject that. Do do not attract that kind of thing. But I think the, uh, the law of polarity is also about discernment because this law is all about choice. If we look at the law of polarity and we're looking at what we want and what we don't want, we also have to kind of make those choices as our attractions are coming towards us. So when I think about when I think about making a decision to manifest something, well, I used to, right? Because I'm a passive manifester. I don't really do that anymore. But back when I was deciding what I wanted, I always imagined myself when I was in my attracting bubble, as I called it, I imagined that I am in the center of a target. And I am in that little bullseye in my uh, cylinder shaped frequency is going out into the universe. It makes contact with the universe and says, this is what I want. The universe receives that signal. And then it starts shifting things to bring it towards me. And so it starts on this, depending on, depending on 
how strong my vibration is and how close that attraction is and where I'm at in my life. Am I ready for that that I'm trying to manifest? The universe starts setting everything in motion to bring it for me, bring it to me if it is meant for me, right? And so it kind of, the universe starts out working this and it kind of starts on the outside of that target. And the stronger my frequency is, the closer it starts to bring it towards me in perfect timing so that I am ready for it at that exact time. And so that's how I always imagined my manifesting is I, I shoot it up there into the world, into the universe, and then the universe starts bringing it towards me. But as the universe is bringing it towards me and I am making actions to try to gather or manifest what that is I'm trying to manifest along the way, I change, right? Because we change all the time. Everybody changes all the times. And when we start to change, it doesn't... it whatever we put out there, it may change or it may shift and we don't necessarily want that anymore. And then as soon as it gets right to us, right into the center of the bullseye, that's when we need to make that discerning choice of, oh, yes, I still want this or, oh, wow, you know what? I don't really think I'm in that place anymore where I wanted this. Um, You know what? Maybe I'm Maybe I'm going to, maybe, maybe my desires have shifted and maybe I want this, but I actually want this flavor of it and I want it, but I want it tinged with this, you know, I'll, I'll think of it like an ice cream cone. <laughs> I want this flavor. I want ice cream, but it turns out that I don't want pistachio ice cream anymore. Now I want chocolate. And before I wanted some nuts sprinkled on top, but now I want sprinkle or yeah, sprinkles candy sprinkles on top. Anyways, I was thinking about this the other day because um, I use my husband as my best example for manifestation because I can see, I can see the universal laws and how they work through others sometimes better than I can see them for myself, right? So I think that's a lot, typically a lot of how it is, right? I can see others and how I can see how they work with energy and I can see what they are doing and how they need to tweak their energetic vibrations to, you know, get what they want. And I can also see how their energy is interacting with the universal laws better than I can sometimes see it in myself. So this is not a podcast about my husband in all of his energetic ways, but that's just, that's easier for me to talk about it when I can see it in someone else. And since he's the person I have the most contact with, that's where we're at. So my husband, the other day, um, he had, he had this interview call and he's not, he's not actively looking for anything, but you know, LinkedIn, that's how the world works, right? Recruiters and whatnot. And somebody contacted him and you know, he did it and everything and he walked away and we talked about it and everything and we were just discussing how it went and, you know, he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, that's just, it's what I want, but it's not exactly what I want. It's what 
I would have wanted maybe 10 years ago when I was trying to manifest it. But now that I'm here and I'm in this situation and I'm we're living here where we are now and everything, he's like, I I don't want that right now. <laughs> I want it, but it's not how exactly how I want it. And we're fortunate enough, fortunate enough to be in a place where we uh, you know, can decide what it is exactly what we want. And it got, got me thinking about manifesting and how when we put out our manifestations, sometimes sometimes we don't recognize them as they are coming in because they're not exactly what we want. And so sometimes we miss them. And sometimes they come in exactly as our past selves wanted, but we no longer want them, but perhaps maybe feel obligated to take them or, you know, just take them and we're not happy with the decision either. So that is what the that is what the law of polarity and discernment to me it's all about. It's like it's like the art of manifestation, right? So manifestation is it's it's an art form, right? Every person manifests so differently and it's very fascinating to watch how people manifest and what they manifest and then the decisions that they do or they take and make to interact with their manifestations. Okay, I have a I have another story to tell you. I don't think I've told this one yet, but we were trying to manifest our puppy and this is something that we had been talking about for a while. Oh, we want to manifest a dog. The boys are the perfect age to get a puppy right now. You know, it's such a great time. We're in a great place mentally and everything. And I had this perfect idea of what I wanted our puppy to be. I wanted it, you know, I wanted the I wanted the picking out of the puppy to be this certain way on this farm because it was reminiscent of when I got my first dog I had this very magical experience where my dog chose me and then my husband had this very magical experience where his dog chose him and I was like oh I want the boys to experience that that would be so great and we actually ended up manifesting it and it was really strange though because I I followed my inspired actions you know I call I picked some random town out of my brain (laughs) found a place in that town we went to look at the puppy and I was expecting this to be my husband's dog because we already have a German Shepherd and she is she's my dog she she and I are we're we're buddies and everything and I was like oh you know my husband's gonna be the one taking care of this dog even though I want the boys to be able to grow up with a puppy and everything it's going to be his dog I'm going to make sure that you know he trains this dog and, you know, I want it to be attached to him so it'll listen to him. And, you know, that's kind of what we decided. And it was, it was fine. Well, we get to this place and we find this perfect puppy and, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, he's so cute and everything. Well, let's look at the other puppies because my husband wasn't really vibing with our dog, but my boys were really, really vibing with this one particular puppy but my husband and I even though we had manifested this perfect scenario where we went to this little farm and we were surrounded by puppies and you know 
we wanted them this to have this like really great story and everything. It wasn't exactly the story that it wasn't exactly the way we were thinking it was going to manifest where it was going to, this puppy was going to be attached to my husband. It was actually the puppy attached to themselves itself to my boys, which is actually, I think maybe what I was really wanting to manifest, but I kind of wanted it to be more my husband's dog than the boys' dog. Since, you know, you can't really expect an eight, nine year old to take full responsibility for a puppy. It's always the parent's puppy, right? So anyways, it, it got me to thinking because we almost didn't walk away with Point Break. That is his name. We named our puppy Point Break. We almost didn't take him home because we we were on the fence because I was like, well, that's that's not your dog. But the boys were so attached to him that we were like, okay, well, I, you know, we have to get him and everything. And when we left and talked it over the next couple days we were like wow we actually manifested exactly what we were were wanting to manifest because we were wanting to manifest this boys this experience for the boys so that they could see it but we actually ended up manifesting something better where they actually got to experience this dog choosing them like they chose him and it was just this beautiful energetic exchange but we almost didn't take him home because it wasn't exactly what we want wanted or thought it would end up being. And so this is this is like this very interesting thing about manifesting that when we are trying to manifest things into our lives, sometimes they come in and they are oh, exactly what we expected. It's amazing and it's actually better than what we expected. But sometimes they come in with a completely different flavor. They're kind of what we want, but not exactly what we thought we wanted. But maybe we pass them by and then, you know, kind of just wait around for the universe to do all of its workings and bring it in again. Or maybe we take it and we realize that it was just this much more greater and richer experience than we ever could imagined. And it's, it's letting go of our expectations and detaching ourselves from what we think we want or what we know we want so that we can actually accept what the universe is giving us in whatever way it wants to. And I think the, the art of detachment is just as important, if not more important than the art of manifesting because we as humans become so attached to everything. (laughs) We become emotionally attached or mentally attached or unintentionally energetically attached to things. And it just kind of muddles up the energy. And so I have really... I've really personally been working on the art of detachment for the past couple years, ever since I discovered that I was a passive manifester. If you're a passive manifester, someone who in your human design chart, there's one of the arrows, one of the variables. I want to say it's the bottom left, but I can't remember. But if it turns to the right or if it faces to the right, you're a passive manifester. And that just kind of means that you can set it and forget it. And... When you set it and forget it, that's really great. But when you start attaching too much energy to your manifestation, sometimes it kind of it kind of makes the vibration shake a little bit and it, it's harder for it to bring in and it can be very, very frustrating. 
And so what I have learned personally is that I set my manifestation, I forget about my manifestation, and then I detach myself as best as I can from that manifestation at all. So, you know, for instance, I said, I want to take like a big family trip in the next couple of years. That's what's going to happen. And I tell the universe and I don't put any expectations on it at all. I don't put a timeline on it. I don't put a destination on it. I don't put, you know, anything on it as much as I can, because I want to, I want to be open to whatever experiences the universe has in store for me because I know they're going to be better than anything that I have ever imagined. Now, if you're an active manifester, and I am usually surrounded by active manifestors because I believe, I don't know if it's like more common or not, or if that's just what I attract. But when your arrow points to the left, that means you're an active manifester. And an active manifester is someone who they you want to attach energy to it. You want to make those vision boards. You want to try to embody the feeling of what it is you want to manifest and you want to daydream about it and you want to you know if you want a new kitchen you want to look through all the catalogs and pick out exactly what you want and sometimes details are really great but I think that it's also important to be able to detach from what it is you want or think you want because that is if you would if you attach too much energy and you get too focused on the little minute details, and if it doesn't come in exactly the way you want, then you might miss it. So it's really interesting. This is what I think of when I think of the law of polarities. I think of the energy coming in, in a way, and it's it's a constant like shifting of, do I want this now like I thought I wanted this? Is this what I really want? And everything. It's like, it's very much the law of discernment for me. So polarity does create clarity if you are looking for things to manifest, but polarity is also like rolling along on that spectrum of what I want. Do I want that? Is that the flavor of the ice cream I want? Do I want sprinkles on top or do I want a second scoop? It's, it's really kind of vibing with it. And I think this is something that it was helpful to know as you are manifesting is that you have to be open to anything the universe gives you, even if it doesn't seem exactly like what you want. And I think that you need to really, you know, when you are faced with that manifestation that you thought you wanted so long, you know, really listen to your inner authority and that inner voice and say, do I still want this? I've heard stories where people were trying to manifest this certain car for a really long time and they finally got it and sat in it and drove it around because they hadn't really like done that before. And they're like, oh, you know what? I thought I wanted this, but I don't really want it anymore. Look at that when you are manifesting or when you are faced with choices or lessons throughout the day. You know, I always think that a lot of manifestation is you're manifesting more lessons than you are objects. But I think it's just a really interesting way to look at the law of polarity. And then it's a really good chance to build up your intuitive muscles and your manifestation muscles too, right? Because as you're pulling things in, 
you know, you're going on this journey and sometimes you can't manifest things immediately until you go on that journey and flex those manifestation muscles. Look at what you are manifesting. Decide if that's really what you want to want to manifest or if it's a different flavor and then be okay with letting it go and practicing that art of detachment. Or if you are trying to put something out there to the universe that you want, try to also let go of any expectations. Because I think when you start practicing the art of detachment, then it just opens up the world for like bigger and more magical things. And it's just super exciting. I used to really, really be disappointed that I was not an active manifester because I loved the idea of making vision boards and picking things out and everything. But it, it used to stress me out so much until I learned that I was a passive manifester. And then I was like, ugh, passive manifester, what does that mean? And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the best form of manifesting because I don't really have to think about anything. I just have to detach from everything and just let everything that comes in be a surprise. And that's where I am now. And I, I feel like it has opened up my view of the world in such a richer way. And I love it so much. But I I can only be joyful and delighted by my manifestations if I am not attached to anything that I want ever, which I'm in a place now that I can do that. But that was much more difficult for me to do when I was like actively trying to manifest whatever it was in the past. Like for a while there, I really was convinced that I wanted twins and that I was, you know, manifesting that I want twins. I would write it out. I want to have twins. I want to have both of both of my kids out of the way in one shot because I just think it would be easier. And I did not manifest twins. I was convinced when I was first pregnant that I was manifesting twins, but mm -mm, nope. And then I had them like very close together. They're 15 months apart. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, the universe knew that I was not ready for twins. So the universe knows, even though I didn't know. But if I would have like really been so obsessed with having twins, I think I would have been disappointed. I would have been still happy, right? Because I had a baby and they, he was healthy and everything. But there would have been a part of me that was like very disappointed. But now that I can re- look back 10 years and look back at it, I'm like so grateful that it happened exactly the way it did. did. And that's how the universe works. Like the universe has perfect timing, perfect manifestation knowing, I guess you could say. Uh, What is that? Omniscient. That's what it's like being a passive manifester. It's just letting go and looking back in awe. But I think that it's also important to do as an active manifester too, because I think that active manifestations, I think a lot of people don't, maybe, maybe they don't detach enough from it. That's the law of polarity. And how it creates clarity, but it also creates this really great opportunity for discernment in our manifestations. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at www.kristysturdivant.com. That's www.k-r-i-s-t-y-s-t-u-r-d-i-v-a-n-t.com.
You can find me on Instagram at universallaws.christysturdivant and on Facebook at Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant. Until next time, flow with the energy. Don't fight it.